Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lots and lots to talk about today. Welcome in. It's the PHNX Cardinals podcast, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five star wherever you get your programming. I'm Johnny Venerable. He's Bull Brock live at the PHNX headquarters in downtown Phoenix. And uh, Cardinals make it official, basically announcing new uniforms. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the Cardinals robust list of top 30 visits. But we got to start as the D-Hop world turns, Bull Brock, <laughs> via a friend of the program, Albert Breer, reporting this morning, Monday morning quarterback, that the New York Jets have interest in acquiring Hopkins, which I call BS on. But first, let's talk. Give me your opinion on this whole Hopkins saga and do the Jets even fit in terms of a trade partner? I thought we were going to talk about what's in the box. We're going to talk about what's in the box. What's in the box? Come on. What's in the, are we really, we're going to talk about potential DeAndre Hopkins trade rumors to, to right. the Jets, take right? All right. Take the over the rundown. Take over the rundown. They have to pull off first. That's the biggest issue here is that the Jets, they have to trade for Aaron Rodgers first and foremost to make any other deals after that. So all of their draft capital is on hold until they pull off a deal for old A-Rod. Uh, but no, I mean, you know, some it was during his mailbag and Breer basically said, would they be interested? He says, yes, I believe that they would uh, under certain circumstances, right? Because they were in on, on Odell Beckham jr. Right. Why wouldn't they be in on a playmaking wide receiver? They should be in business of potentially building around a guy like Aaron Rodgers. So that's where Breer's coming from. It's not like, Hey, there's this team you can add to the list. It's like, yeah, they would like once they secure Aaron Rodgers, they're going to be looking to build a roster just like Tampa did again with the when they got Tom Brady back in the but day. But Bo, you pointed that out to our guy Dove on Twitter, and Dove's like, no, 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 because Dove, what's his name, Mister NFL Rumor Aggregator on Twitter, right. came out and tweeted this morning the Jets are in on DeAndre Hopkins. So everybody's running with that, and then at the end of the day, you got to go to the source. What's the source? It's Albert Breer. And the article was very speculative. Now, could they be in play? Sure. Just like, you know, 30 other NFL teams. But, <laughs> Bo, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Like, First of all, the Jets have $9 million in cap space. And I had people, like, coming at me snark, like, well, they, they can make it work. Well, they, as you pointed out, they haven't pulled off their A-Rod trade yet. They don't have a third-round pick. Now, they have two twos, right? But are they giving up a two for both Hopkins and Aaron Rodgers? Are they giving up a one and a two? Are they going to gut their whole draft class? 
Like I, I put the Jets at like the bottom of the list. I, I just don't think it's conceivable. Not because I don't think they, they don't want D hop. Of course they do. But when you have those competing priorities, clearly the Rogers trade has to happen first. That takes precedent. So maybe if like the Rogers trade happened before the draft and then the Jets are on the clock in round two and they're like, we don't like what we see. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll trade a second to the Cardinals, which would be nice. I just there's they have too much other shit they have to deal with for them to be able to figure out because Adam Schefter was on NFL Live today mm-hmm. and basically said what's holding up this entire thing is D Hop's contract. Right. Nineteen million dollars as a you know what base salary, thirty million cap hit. Now Cardinals are gonna eat some of that, but it's just basically he threw water on the idea that you know a trade was close with anybody because no one wants to take on D Hop D Hop for that amount of money. Which it's, I think is, is the sticking point right now. Today. It's a daunting number, uh, especially when, we, you know, Brad Spielberger, I thought he did a great job in kind of breaking down the scenarios and probably yeah. realistically what has to happen in order to get anything in return for what you view as one of your top assets for a new regime in Monty Austin Fort and Jonathan Gannon uh, that come in and look at what's available for the Cardinals and what can maybe help kickstart a, or jumpstart a, a rebuild. So you know, if you want to get anything of value and not turn into, you know, the Amari Cooper trade from Dallas an offseason ago, then you're going to have to get very creative, right? And the Ravens got creative with Odell Beckham Jr. and they were able to create void years. So it's a one-year deal, but it's it's a five-year deal, right? And, they, and they're paying him, uh, they're taking cap hits for the next couple seasons for it. But they figured, look, we need to boost this offense. We need to... One, make our quarterback happy in Lamar Jackson, give him a playmaker unlike he's had his entire career. And then also just kind of we we have to figure out how to do it. And, you know, I think the Arizona Cardinals, Brad, outlined a couple different scenarios that could make it easier to take on that contract from DeAndre Hopkins. But it, it gets complicated, obviously, with his representation or lack thereof. You know, Steve Kime, you can say what you want about him, but he, he admitted like just dealing with players straightforward and not with agents it complicates things so that's that's what's going on with deandre hopkins and it's like can the arizona cardinals how much are they willing to work with the financial aspect of this what what's the ultimate goal i i would i would believe that the ultimate goal is to get an asset in return for one of your top assets right draft capital that's Mm -hmm. the only thing that they should be buying for otherwise it does look like they're being a little too frugal I mean, you've you've got enough cap space to do whatever you want this offseason. Is it you want them off the books for 2024? Is that the biggest issue? Well, Schefter said that they're convinced, teams are convinced the Cardinals aren't going to carry Diop at this number. So if if they're convinced of that, then the Cardinals need to call their bluff and pay him his money. Like, I, you have the money to pay him that. It doesn't affect your cap hit in 2024. He's more movable, you know, trade deadline next offseason. You're, you're, you're not in the business of cutting your best player. And he is. He's their best player, if not, you know, top one to two yeah. outside of Buda Baker. And Kyler Murray's not going to be ready to go. That's a horrific message to send to your fan base. You can't play in the sandbox of, well, we signed this contract, but it was Steve Kime. And now we don't really know if we want to. It's not your money. It's not Michael Bidwell's money. It's the cap that you get from the NFL. No one's going to have patience or sympathy if they cut him outright, which is why I don't think they would do it. They wouldn't survive for a team that's in the headlines for all the wrong reasons. They wouldn't survive a D hop cut. Um, but I, I do think it's interesting now. Like I, now that Beckham is gone off the market 
The draft is, you know, two weeks away, two and a half weeks away. All these teams now that didn't get Beckham, that struck out in free agency, maybe that don't love these wideouts, Bo. It's like every other day, it's like, well, this team likes D-Hop. Well, this team might be interested. Mm-hmm. But but until somebody trades for him, like I, nobody's a front runner right now. As Brad mentioned, like Dallas was very sincerely in the mix. I'd heard that. Right. I put that out there right after the combine. We had multiple people tell us Cowboys were interested in DeAndre Hopkins, but the price tag in terms of both the cost in financial cap implications and then the draft compensation was too daunting for them. So they pivoted to, you know, great value Diop, AKA Brown and Brandon cooks. And, and you know, <laughs> we'll see how that goes for him. Good luck right. with that. So then there's all the other teams that would welcome D hop Buffalo and Kansas city and certainly new England, but don't want to pay the Cardinals asking price. I want to get to one of these tweets here. Perfect way to kick off the show. Our guy, Mike in the chat, boys, I'm having a four peaks. Kick him back on a Wednesday. Let's get it. Let's get it, Mike. Uh, let's get this Hopkins trade done. If I'm Monty Austin Ford Bow, do you think that it behooves him to try to trade D-Hop before the NFL draft? Does it put extra pressure on him to have that kind of monkey on his back going into his first NFL draft? And then you've got this $30 million elephant in the room like, oh, shit, I got to take care of that problem. Or do you try to compartmentalize and say, Nope, I can tackle my draft. If somebody comes along with a D hop trade, I can handle that too. I, I hate to say it because we like to, we love entertaining discussions and we love to talk rumors and we like to talk about deals that have gone down and, you know, what, you know, the the assets that come in return, what you could project them to become, like as far as, especially with draft capital. Uh, but unfortunately, I think that Monty Awesomefort benefits greatly from being patient on this. And I think that when you look at his top two assets, the third overall pick, and DeAndre Hopkins, unfortunately, the market has turned to where he benefits from sitting on those until April 27th and 28th and yeah. until the best deal presents itself. So it, it really feels like unless somebody emerges, unless we have a surprise like an Easter Sunday OBJ signing, mm-hmm. uh, it seems like we're going to be waiting it out. I mean, it just it with what's kind of become more of a cluttered idea of what the top of the draft looks like. We're also going to have to figure out with DeAndre Hopkins, you know, as this wide receiver market, it continues to move a little bit like who teams would rather kind of take on instead of trying to figure out the contract, right? Because you've got three, three top receivers, maybe in this draft that teams would say, okay, maybe this is a guy that we could bring onto our roster, add to our wide receiver core. You've got the top wide receiver, the kid out of Ohio state, Jackson, uh, Jigga Smith. Right. And then you've got Zay flowers from Boston college. And then Quentin Johnston out of TCU once those guys maybe go off the board and let's say it's early second round, by the time that happens, there's a there's like a, a run on the last two wide receivers that have close to a first round grade. Then teams are like, oh, well, we're out of options now. Here's I'm going to be here's the next best one. I'm going to be disrespectful and say all three of those guys are second round picks in last year's draft class. Yeah, I, well, I've I don't seen, disagree I, with that. I've seen all three of those guys be mocked at the end of the first round. And again, that's where, you know, going into this thing, you were not naive to think we certainly did. Cardinals were in a position of power when you compare it to the free agent receiving class, which was God awful. It was one of the worst in recent memory, this draft class, which I mean, it's got some, you know, role players, some guys that may end up turning into number one wideouts, but nobody that stands out as a quintessential top 10 guy. We had five going the top 20 last year alone. Johan Dotson went before the Arizona Cardinals ever thought before pick 23. 
So I, to me, it's like, okay, at the end of the day, why don't you make these teams sweat it out? Well, you would do that in all actuality to be able, as Bo mentioned, to, to hedge your bet that you're going to be in a position that a team is going to freak out, their owner is going to freak out, their GM, and just say, look at our depth chart, our receiving yeah. court. you got to be able to score. you got to be able to move the football downfield vertically. If you're New England, if you're Kansas City, I know Patrick Mahomes is all worldly, but like you, you're going to roll into the season with with – you know, Kadarius, Tony gadget players, your number one wideout, right? They've had huge issues. Sky Moore underperformed last year. Kelsey's another year older. I don't know. I, I am not in a position. The Cardinals should not be in a position where they outright cut or give away DeAndre Hopkins. That would be an egregious error. And we talked to Brad about it yesterday. If Darren Waller can go for a third, albeit a late third, that's the minimum you need to get for Hop is a third round pick. And I know somebody in the chat said Julio Jones went for a second round pick. And right. that's where we kind of had the barometer. Same age, if not a year younger, much more productive. Julio had big-time injuries. Hopkins, by all accounts, is healthy and ready to go. It's that damn contract. Um, let's talk about the uniforms. Before we get to that, I want to remind everybody, um, rock your new uniform, potentially. This fall, bet MGM Sportsbook at the Great Lawn at State Farm Stadium. And get this, right now, we're having Suns watch parties at BetMGM Sportsbook at State Farm Stadium for all away playoff games. So if you want to hang out when the Suns aren't in the Valley or taking on whomever in the gauntlet of the Western Conference, come do it with PHNX, PHNX Suns for the postseason. PHNX Sun watch party presented by Nutrio will feature food and drink specials, giveaways, BetMGM deposit matches, and more. And get this, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, Super simple. Use bonus code PHNX. You're going to get up to 200 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. You download the app, BetMGM, and sign up using that bonus code PHNX. You place a pregame money line wager in the amount of at least 10 bones. 10 bones on any market, standard odds price. We got a whole bunch of playoff basketball for you to wager on. Diamondbacks are in action. Anything Major League Baseball, you're going to receive 200 in bonus bets instantly regardless of the outcome of your wager nhl hockey's coming up pretty soon just make sure if you dabble on anything use that bonus code phnx when you sign up so you can get your bonus bets again we are going to be spending every flipping game day on sundays this fall i don't know if you guys saw the price for nfl sunday ticket uh if you're thinking about dabbling on that with the old youtube it's expensive Guess what? You can come party with Bo and I every single Sunday at BetMGM Sportsbook at the Great Lawn for free. We're going to be having a good time, home and away, watch parties, giveaways, whatever you want to do, do it with us at BetMGM Sportsbook. And now you get to listen to my degenerate friend, Shane Diefenbach, <laughs> talk about this disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. You're watching the YouTube show. You see that beautiful building, brand new building right there in the middle of Tailgate City, the Great Lawn over at uh, State Farm Stadium. It's going to be electric each and every Sunday, home or away. We're going to be there, and you're going to want to get your bets in. Get ahead of it. 
take advantage of the deal we got going on that Johnny mentioned and use that code PHNX. But before all that goes down, almost two weeks from tomorrow, we're going to be out there at Four Peaks Brewery in Tempe. We're going to be celebrating the Arizona Cardinals ushering in a new era. A new player is going to join this roster I don't know if it's third overall. I don't know if it's seventh overall, 11th, maybe a new team added to the mix. We'll tell you about that in a little bit, but we're going to be at four peaks to celebrate that with you reserve your free spot right now. Already got a bunch of people RSVP and a big thank you to everybody that's already locked in their spot. And it is absolutely locked in. Come enjoy the festivities with us. Of course, beer specials, food specials, and live coverage all First round Thursday night, April 27th, four peaks. Get out there. We got a little, uh, we're going to warm you up actually as the Coyotes have their season wrap party tomorrow Ooh, night. Go nice. to four peaks, do that. I got a buddy. He's having a kid soon. We love to go to four peaks. I know we're going to go there in between uh, the wrap party and the draft party. I love four peaks. Personally, you can't go wrong. The bourbon barrel beer. It's fantastic. It's aged. It's so smooth. You get it on any of their IPAs. Got to be 21 years or older. Kilt lifter. You got their new uh, green tea lager. They got so many tasty beers on tap. Great full menu. It's so amazing appetizers, entrees, and, of course, dessert. Get it at Four Peaks. Join us at a draft party April 27th. Yeah, if you're thinking to yourself, I don't do this kind of thing often. I've never gone out to an event before, you know, like this with PHNX, by the way. Listen, it's going to be chill the best way possible. We're going to have TVs, Blair in the NFL draft. Bo and I are going to be hanging out until we go live for the duration of the first round. We've got special guests that we're excited to announce Coming up here in the coming weeks of who's going to join us on air. Of course, you can count on our guy, Howard Balzer, gophnx.com. He's going to be popping in. Just come and mingle and hang out, have some good food with some good people. And uh, we feel very fortunate to have this community with us, behind us, hanging out every single day at 4 p.m. And we just want an extension of that, baby. And we get to do that at Four Peaks, Bo. Absolutely. I mean, you got the the people there in the chat every day, and we love all of them. Pick and spread. Do you see Han shot first? Jose. Uh, everybody, Ryan. you know, Arizona animal, everybody that's here daily basis, but also the people that don't participate in the chat, you know, the people that we don't hear from, but are watching the show on a daily basis, a big shout out to you. We want to see you out at the draft party as well. Like Johnny said, it's going to be a, a great hangout. It's not going to be like, we're not going to put you up on mic and expect to get a breakdown in the next draft pick. We do want to see you out there and hang out with you, potentially buy you a beer. It's, yeah. it's for everybody. We're not big time in anybody. We're looking to do some hanging, some serious yep. hanging. And uh, I'm going to be there for like 10 hours. It's going to be great. Sly, see you <laughs> in the chat. My guy, Dylan Richards, right. we haven't forgot about you. Michael Evans, our good friends. Uh, PHNX Sports on YouTube just dropped in the uh, RSVP event sheet. Again, free 99. Uh, our guy, Reese, $1.99 Super Chat. Thank you so much. My guy, did Tyree Wilson meet with the Arizona Cardinals? You bet your ass he did. We're going to talk about the Cardinals' <laughs> top 30 visits, where it stands today. Your boy put a little time and some research in to see who the Cardinals spent some of their precious top 30 visits on. But first things first. You guys thought we'd lead with this. We gave you a little appetizer with D-Hop. Not sure if you saw this. Twitter streets or not, the Arizona Cardinals put out a teaser video. Let's roll the clip for their brand new Bobrock Uni tease. How about it? What are we looking at right here? 
All right, we got the Sonoran Desert. We got some uh, longitude and latitude uh, coordinates here. We've got a uh, box with the Cardinals logo and the Nike symbol. One of the one of the most, I mean, as far as brand awareness, does anything go harder than the Nike swoosh? I don't think so. Uh, trying to decipher anything from this. You've got some uh, letters that switch into coming soon. And then the drone shot pon- just pans out. And here we're left just wanting more and more. But here's one thing it. that it confirmed. It confirmed the reports that we've been talking about all offseason long. New uniforms are coming. It's Every, yeah. We're on the precipice. Can we I say it. that? Is yeah, the English major in you? Do you like the word the precipice? Yeah, you use it correctly. Yeah. I'm not gonna give you a, a red. <laughs> I just wanted a pat on the back, you know. Um uh, an expert credit or credit to Arizona football daily podcast, I think was one of the first people to put it out there. Yeah. In travel, Tyler put it out there. And then the cherry on top, Mr. Kyle Odegaard, who's been on fire lately, friend of the program, put it out there affirmative uh, about a week ago that this was happening. It's happening now, uh, presumably before the draft. So we're going to get to the speculation as to what the uniforms are going to look like. But we got to shout out a couple bros on Twitter <laughs> out to the location of where this was. So there's ordinance here and people doing a nice job trying to track and breaking down exactly where that that package was, that box was, the briefcase, T. Shelton and slow motion. Was this uh, is this from the Arizona Insiders new Twitter account? Is this it? Was this what they were doing some digging here? Were they out there in, in the yellow flowers? No, this is T. Shelton. This is that's an insider right there, baby. <laughs> Give that guy a blue check mark. That's fantastic. Um, that's the best thing I've seen in a hot minute with this franchise. Hire that man, uh, Cardinals. He's doing your job for you. Who's out the there pick for him? Who's the unsung know. hero behind the camera? It's great that they're like they're out there. The, the comment was we were out there for a while. We were looking <laughs> for it for a while. That's that's legit, man. They just drove out there and started looking for a briefcase. Shame on the Cardinals for taking the briefcase away. You should have just left it there for your fan base to discover. That would have been awesome. It it would have been phenomenal. I I mean, people were asking you and I, if we were going to drive out there and do the show remote (laughs) from there, that would have been our guy, Jacob would, he would have probably gone. I would have said no. He would have lobbied and said, no, he just said said no. no. And lobbied for us to be fired for making such a, a bold idea. No, I mean, but, so we've got the coordinates on there, and people yeah, were able let's to see find it. this. Do we have the? Let's see. Let's see what the coordinates. So this is the screenshot that we got for the Sonoran Desert, which is vast. Uh, Thirty. Why would they? Why would they put the coordinates on here if you couldn't go find it, Bo? I don't know, just so it's cool. It's more like uh, Mission Impossible kind of operation, right? Yeah. So, you, so somebody thought, you know, they they saw 427 in here. Of course, that's yeah. in the coordinates here. And then, mm. but that would be on first round draft day. Yeah, you can't do that. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's kind of burying a big moment for this team. There's also 416 in the coordinates. Yes. Do you, do you buy in anything? Like, is, is there an Easter uh, egg in these coordinates? No, probably not. I think that's the coordinates to where they put it and they were just screwing around. I think the uniforms are going to get unveiled next week. I think next, the week before the draft, maybe Thursday of next week, um, I think would be appropriate. Listen, it could be on the 16th, but the 16th, what is that next? Um, is that that's Sunday? They're not debuting it on Sunday. 
Right. Uh, they're going to do it on a on a on a weekday. I think a week before the draft. Miss Bruce in the ch- chat. Anybody got anything on what these coordinates? I mean, thirty three. It's Antonio. Get out of here with that number. negativity. They're going to be great. Have you seen their new uniforms? Come on now, Michaela. We got to get good vibes in here for for these unis. Wait, what was Max saying? I didn't miss she that. Like, she was like, "Why do I have this feeling the new uniforms are going to flop? What, do you, what does that mean? Flop how?" I, there's there's I, so much pressure on these uniforms to be great. But we've talked about this. It's hard to fuck it up. Now, will they? Will this franchise? A lot of people are throwing in silver. And listen, that's not my cup of tea, but I think you're on to the something. The Panthers are trying to get rid of their silver. Like, do you, do you not have to look across the league to see well, mistakes from this? other teams? Well, who told you on this show, silver face mask about a month ago? Yeah. We've been hearing silver face mask. And that's fine. But like silver uniform, like Spaceman. Um, I okay. So let's talk about Kyle Odegaard put out a bunch of <laughs> Michaela. I'm just nervous. Okay, this one thing the Cardinals <laughs> have going for him right now. That's true. Because right. once they unveil these, for better or worse, then we can't say. Well, at least the new uniforms are coming out, right? But hopefully, we got somebody like Will Anderson toting them out. I think they're they got to come out before the draft so they could sell them at their big lawn event and a bunch of other the opportunity to open up the team store like we thought they were doing two weeks ago. And I overreacted and I had that stupid car show instead. They have to they have to give time for the fans to come out and buy the uniform um, before the draft. Because the draft is, you know, there's other stuff going on. All right, so Kyle Odegaard was on Twitter. And uh, people were asking him. And Kyle's such a little fibber. He he knows what the uniform is. You think like. he does? Yes, of course he does. He says he hasn't seen a picture. But then people are asking him specifics about the uniform. And he was like, no, that's not going to be on it. So Kyle is abundantly adamant. That there's not going to be a state flag on it. Does that disappoint you? A little bit. Yeah, so me too. I also saw from Kyle that this is this is just the the regurgitate what Kyle Odegaard tweets show. Uh, <laughs> it's that the Cardinals on the front of the jersey, the little Cardinals, yeah. is going to switch to Arizona, which is that's whatever. I like that's fine. And then he said he doesn't believe that there's going to be. And I don't know if he's just speculating or if he knows for sure. Uh, that there's not going to be a big emphasis on yellow. So what what are they going to look like then? Are they going to look like the 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 the, the brief? Let's do the video, Jacob, one more time. Let's get a look at the briefcase. So the briefcase is silver and red for our audio <laughs> listeners, but it's kind of like a beige silver. I'm sorry. Did you say a beige silver? Yeah, like a beige silver. Beige, I don't know if that's beige. possible. You can merge those two colors together. Johnny, people can tint video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's a silver case. Can we confirm that? Most briefcase, a lot of briefcases like yeah, that. There are, it is. Confirm. You got the red. It looks like the same cardinal red that we're familiar with, right? My head, my head hurts. I, I just want these to be nice looking. And now we've got no minimal yellow. We've got yeah. no state flag. I mean that you take those two elements out, you can throw away Look, a lot of the if, mock-ups. If all that's in this box is the piping from the old uniform, and they're just using that to get rid of the piping, like it just stores the piping so it's off the jerseys, and the jerseys are just the uniforms without the hard piping. I'm cool with that. Stop. Stop. <laughs> what? You're, that's the lamest shit. <laughs> If you're gonna change your I'm uniform, bracing for, for the, impact, like I, for I the am, first time, I'm cold feet here. Twenty years, I was, you I, are. I'm getting cold feet. They, you I are. Mean, you would think like it's unfuckupable, but come on, 
if you're going to change them, then change them. Do something yeah. rash. Do something bold. Get people talking. Don't tweak what you already have. Don't tweak the shit, the shitty right. uniforms. I agree. Make them new. Don't Get shine that pizzazz, turn up. Right? Get rid of we the know, turn. Yeah. The, the, the helmets are going to be... There's some silver and sparkle on the helmets. So, like, if yeah. you're hearing silver in the uniform, that would make sense because the, you want this, you want the helmet to match the uniform. But like what name a silver Jersey for any team collegiate or NFL. I can't think of one. Right? No, they're not going to be out there in silver. That could be they're their like, second they color. Look like a Vegas show performer out there on the what football if field. Colors red and their secondary color is silver. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think obviously it's going to be red. And then if they incorporate uh, yellow, more whether it's they're like not they're not on, doing yellow they're not doing yellow you're just you're just saying it's it's yellow yellow's off the board after what we thought we have to see Kyle, all, said, all Kyle said they're not yellow's not going to have a, a a big they're going to have a big emphasis on yellow well there's no yellow on their current uniform correct yeah so i mean they're not going to make the numbers yellow they're not going to make the a, a jersey yellow but they'll have it like maybe they get a nameplate that's yellow I think that's bigger than the, I think that's that would qualify as significant. And from okay. Kyle's comments, and we're trying Kyle, we're trying to get Kyle on the show on a couple of different levels. So we're we're working on that. But I think anywhere yellow, that's significant on the jersey. Nameplate or face mask is as Mike says in the chat, though we haven't heard that. State but you said that the yellow. the white, the new helmet is gonna have kind of the same feel as the black helmet remember the black helmet it was black and then it had if you look closely it had some red sparkle in it right and so the, the white one. is going to have some sparkle in it as well with a potentially a silver face mask yeah that's fine so, i don't care you know and, and the bird remains this 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 beautiful right. they're not, they're not changing the bird they, logo, they yeah. tell you the logo on the case is the same logo yeah. they've been using i now I I felt pretty good about what I thought I was gonna see, because I'm like, okay, they've seen the mock-ups, they know what people want. People are nostalgic for the '90s versions, but with Kyle's comments today, I have not seen uh, the jersey. And some people are saying it's leaked online. We couldn't find it. Now it's like, well, there's minimal yellow, if none at all. There's no state flag, right? They're not. He also said, Bo, they're not doing any kind of like sand camo vibes with that. Like that's right. That that's just a coincidence because they're in Arizona. They put the the briefcase in the desert, so it's like, what the hell are they going to do then? Like, what what can they do? You take out all those elements which have dominated the mockups for twenty years, right? Just a red jersey with some white silver lettering, you know? I yeah, don't know. I mean, you, you hope they're not exactly like the Great Britain World Baseball Classic <laughs> uniforms, but no, I mean. What do you expect? I think that they, I, silver could get really dated quickly. If I agree with, with silver, I, I just don't think not, silver is going yeah. to be in the mix. I just don't. Why though? Because I, I just don't. Anybody who's like a designer is going to tell you that it's like, let's let's shy away from Chrome because you don't you you have a history of not changing your uniforms for a long time. So let's. Let's get something that's going to stick around for a while. They had to have done like focus groups with these, right? Like put it in front of like 20, 30 people, focus groups. That's people the logical thing to do. That People would had be to the sign way. NDAs, 
This is not just Michael Bidwell and a couple of his cronies like in the back saying, oh, yeah, people are going to love that. I wish I could say that that wouldn't be the case. But, you know, recent history has proven us wrong on that. God damn it. I'm so excited (laughs) about these. I know. You think we get a leak before they get released? I think we do. Yeah, because that's that's how the Cardinals operate. It'll probably be from the insider's account by accident, and they'll get leaked. <laughs> I want to be. Po- I I've been positive about the uniform since day yeah. one. I've said in I, the I'm, chat we got a guy bio underscore twelve oh nine does a great job. Follow him on Instagram. He has a great account that he's been churning out uniform concepts for years now. Yeah, and if if they didn't check that out before they went to the drawing board on their new unis, then they're disconnected from their fan base. And Cardinal fans have done the best work. The fans are doing the best work. And and honestly, what what I would like is something is a tweak to the throwbacks from the late nineties, early two thousands, just with a, a modern look. You just don't get the feeling they're doing that. Kyle says they're not doing that. Kyle says there's not going to be a state flag and they're not going to incorporate yellow. So it's like, like spaceman suits is what I'm thinking now. Like with some, no, yeah. stop. I want to be, <laughs> I, I've, I've become a cynic now. I, I wanted to be positive on this no matter what. Um, <laughs> classy, nasty. Does this new uniform make me look fat, Johnny? Um, am I going to be suiting up? <laughs> I did buy some football pants off Amazon, wore them on our tailgate show last fall. If you if you chose to participate and watch that program, uh, pour one out to that show, by the way. Um, okay, so uh, Dylan Richards saying, check your DMs, just send some perfect unis. We need to do another mock-up uniform now that we have some new information, like we need to have everybody put together their best mock-up of what they think the uniform is going to look like, not what it should be, what they think. Right. And then we should do a giveaway of who's the closest or something. I think that would be fun. Yeah. I'm looking at these from Dylan and thanks for the DM and they look, they're, they're cool. They just don't look like anything that they, they look like a lot of things that have been, uh, you can cross off the list as far as the state flag this, these have black face masks, and it just doesn't seem like that is the direction they're going. But hopefully, completely, completely, like there's a smoke screen out there. Hopefully, maybe you know Kyle's getting fed bad information. The non-incorporation of the state flag is a huge blow because I just they're feel like that. Arizona, the actual name of the state on their uniform. The flag is cool. Here's my predict. My ultimate prediction is you're going to be disappointed, which is bu- it's a bummer. Because you you at, at some point you would have taken anything. You would have taken them going out in the Oscar Mayer Wiener outfits as new uniforms. You know, but what's going to suck the worst, the hardest is I agree with that because you always knew the longer we went on with these god awful dumpster fire unis that they currently have. <laughs> the more noise there would be, change them, change them, change them. Okay, so then they eventually rip the bandit off and change them. And if they're bad, again, then you got to live with them another 20 years. I'm 35 years old, so the next time this team's going to have new uniforms after this offseason is when I'm 55 years old. That's a, that's a sad state of affairs. Maybe they can win a Lombardi uh, once or twice during that time period. But Kyler Murray, a bunch of other players behind the scenes called out these uniforms, said they're terrible. Like, yeah. my only... Saving grace. If they have any respect for Kyler Murray, they would have consulted Kyler and said, Kyler, what do you think of these? Do, you, do, the, do these vibes, do they look decent? Hey, Buddha, what do you think of these uniforms? Do you think do you feel like, that? I feel like Kyler Murray 
his on-field style is way better than his off-the-field style. Like you don't like how Kyler remember, Murray dresses? Yeah, like remember the green suit that he wore to the oh, game I don't think last it's year? Bad. I don't think it's bad. I think it's fine. <laughs> I, I think Car- Kyler and the fan base are in alignment that the uniforms are terrible. Yeah. And I think, listen, winning cures everything, and then if you win in them, they become vintage they become this, chic they become what you're known yeah. for they just don't win enough this this conversation took a horrible turn uh it went south quicker than i expected i didn't expect it this should be a celebration this is finally happening so no, we got it's we, easy cardinals are getting a uni- new uniform we love that hit the I like blame button it. i blame the celebration of, of the fact that new unis are coming probably within the next seven to ten days Michaela put doubt in my mind that mm, these, are, <laughs> these are probably going to flop, Johnny. You're going to be disappointed. Now I got Bo telling me he's going to be disappointed. I, I think I when we have our emergency pod, because you bet your sweet ass when these drop, we'll do an emergency pod. We will dissect every inch of this uniform. I'm going <laughs> to, Michaela, it's going to be great, guys. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna feel pretty good about whatever they trot out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to feel pretty good about because it. Because it, it it, you would assume... And it can't get any worse than what the current the uniforms they have right now are embarrassing beyond belief. Like I, I have 10 Cardinal jerseys in my closet. I wear them like I support this player, Beanie Wells. You know, I support <laughs> Josh Rosen. I support Kyler Murray. I support the player. I, I'm embarrassed to wear. What's crazy jerseys. is like you, you go back to Beanie, who was what, 2009? Yeah. And you've got and then you mentioned players a decade later. And I know like it went from like Reebok to Nike, but mm-hmm. the, and they tweaked oh, I've it. It's like I have some very Reeboks. minimal and it's the same jersey. Like that's I can't believe that they've gone from two thousand they've two nearly two decades. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can believe that for sure you can with this owner, with this franchise. It, it really is crazy how long that they just they settled settled for like the, the the bare minimum effort, like ah. Oh, well, they know, bought the they bought themselves fine. You know, it's it's fine. Oh, they bought uniforms? themselves some time with the black uniform. Yeah. Like I have not bought a red or a white one in forever because those are are ghastly. I the last few that I bought a couple of years ago were were red. I or were black. I have a black Kyler Murray number one jersey. Uh, is the draft party going through Sunday? I wish Doc. I mean, we're gonna be live. But Bo and I are basically going to be live. Thursday through Saturday nonstop. If, if I'm going to leave Thursday morning, I'm going to say farewell to my wife and child, and I'll yep. say I'll see you in three days. Yep. <laughs> the draft party is two until the end of the first round, and then some. The draft party conceivably is 12 hours long, yeah. potentially, at Four Peaks. Uh, Friday night, Bo and I are going to be live, and Saturday, Bo and I will be live. So if you want to simultaneously watch us in the NFL draft, greatly appreciated. Professor, $5 Super Chat. Thank you so much. Johnny, we know this franchise will let us down with these uniforms. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong, but I know we must this up. I think that sentence, two sentences right there, encompasses 99.9% of the fan base. I want to be wrong. Prove me yeah. wrong, Cardinals. But you will fuck it up. I think the new leadership, that dirty dog money, Austin Ford. But they don't like, have any say in it. They didn't, I, they didn't get to say You don't think they run it by them and they say, ah, silver sequence, probably not the best <laughs> To go with here. A little pizzazz, baby. <laughs> the pizzazz is coming. Uh, man, this team, you love them. You love them when they're so dysfunctional. You got to love them harder. It's like when you're a parent and it's your kids. not They're acting up. You got to love them even harder. 
And uh, Cardinals, we love them. Circle K, we love them even more. We're so excited to partner with our friends at Circle K. I just used my 20 cents off filling up at the uh, gas tank this morning. Great feeling. Be able to walk inside. Robust selection. Coffee, beer, snacks. Of course, premium gas at not a premium price. Listen, March Madness may be over, but Major League Baseball, Diamondbacks can't stop winning. Load up on snacks for the D-backs. Fill up your tank in route to go watch the D-backs and the Phoenix Suns kick all kinds of ass in the Western Conference playoffs. Do with our friends at Circle K. Polar Pops, iced coffee, 12 packs of beer, Red Bull, Monster Energy drinks. Hell yeah. Again, it's getting hot out. You guys are taking trips to the coast. We love to see it. Maybe, you know, road tripping it down to Cabo, whatever you want to do, make sure you fill up at Circle K. You don't want to be stuck out in, you know, rural desert and you're, you're visiting a mom and pop, uh, what do you call it, uh, fill up tank. And there's only one tank and there's it's like 10 cars deep. You don't know if you're going to make it. Circle K's got you covered. Plenty of pumps for you and your family. <laughs> not a premium price. Make sure you're not missing out on all the good stuff they've got going on. Convenience for not a convenient price. Super convenient, I should say. Head to circlek.com slash store locator. That's circlek.com slash store locator to find the Circle K nearest to you. We were gas pros. Uh, I was gassing up as well today. At Circle K, taking advantage of those low gas prices. Uh, but if you were looking inside my truck, you would see a very well-known name brand set of sunglasses collecting dust, basically, okay. Okay. on my dashboard. Uh, I won't call anybody out. We'll call them uh, some Bayrans. Some Bayrans are out there. Uh, you can probably figure out who I'm talking about. Or, or My wife has some Jowie Mims or some Folkleys. Yeah. I've got my Shady Rays now. We're a Shady Rays family. Uh, it, you can get a great price on some legitimate sunglasses. You can't go wrong with Shady Rays. They're unbelievable. I'm converted. No longer going to go spend a big dollar amount on these sunglasses that you can get a better quality from Shady Rays. And you can take on the summer with the best shades 50% off when you buy two or more pairs. Got to check them out right now. Sunglasses that last. They've got the polarized shades and affordable price. Do not miss out on this opportunity exclusively for our listeners, our viewers. You can go to Shady Rays. They're giving out the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code PHNX. Get 50% off two pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades that are rated five stars. Not by just Johnny and myself going to the website and giving them a five-star review. 250,000 people spoken and have given shady rays five star ratings dylan richard sent that jersey swap concept it just it makes me mad because i what dylan sent me is fantastic and i would take that um and i just have a feeling it's not gonna look anything like those concepts um so we we don't know what the uniform is we don't know who the cardinals are going to draft but we know who they're meeting with and who they have interest in talking to so for those of you who don't know you get 30 pre-draft visits, intimate visits, one-on-one with the team and the prospect. And uh, I think where there's smoke, there's fire with where the Cardinals are choosing to spend their time and with what position group. So we put our heads together, collected resources on Twitter, online. This is what we have thus far of the Arizona Cardinals' top 30 visits through today. Now we'll do uh, our job to update this over the coming week and a half. But, Bo, you look at this group of names that they're about halfway through. There are 30 visits. They've met with six to seven offensive linemen. 
They've met with two first-round defensive linemen. They've met with two running backs and three wide receivers, as well as a couple defensive backs. Anything stand out to you on this list? Yeah, they're looking into doing their homework on guys that are going to protect their top asset in Kyler Murray. That offensive line, they are going to do everything to identify some players that they can draft and develop and do what the the previous regime could not do, successfully draft starting caliber offensive lineman outside of DJ Humphrey. So Paris Johnson from Ohio State, Broderick Jones from Georgia. Look, look at these schools these guys went to. I mean, you've got a couple SEC guys and then some Big Ten hog mollies. I love yeah. it. I mean, yeah. I love it. I love who they're 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 kind of kick they're kicking around and, and getting to know better and, and figure out, you know, they they have the tape and now they're trying to figure out what's going on between the ears and talking to these young kids and see who's going to be the best fit for this organization. Yeah, I, I love the tackles they've met with. I like the running backs too. Met with the kid from TCU, met with Tank Bisbee uh, from Auburn either yesterday or today. Uh, I think this team's going to take it back in the mid rounds. Wouldn't hate that. Uh, Avila out of TCU is my draft crush. I want the Cardinals to take him. I saw a couple mocks recently. He was going like middle of the second round. I think Cardinals should take him at 34. I think that'd be fantastic, but I'm with you. I look at that list and it's like, they like, we know they like Tyree Wilson. Th- think of that what you will. Matsy, the kid from Pittsburgh, I think that's a very logical trade down option for the Cardinals. And the more you think about like pick 11, maybe even like the tail end of the top 10, you get the best non Jalen Carter defensive tackle. Uh, certainly Pittsburgh's got, you know, reputation churning out quality defensive linemen. But I, I just, I look at those tackles and I'm thinking to myself like, Humphreys, I think, is gone next year. Beecham's year-to-year. Josh Jones is going to be a free agent. He was not drafted by this franchise. We saw how this team treated Byron Murphy and Zach Allen. Like, at least if you're, you know, Josh Jones, you're going to get a year with this coaching staff. But they want a left tackle for the next 10 years. That's what they're going to yeah. shoot for, whether it's right from Tennessee, one of these other prospects. No Skaronsky on there, and I think that leads us to believe, number one, you know, met with him at the Combine potentially, uh, pro day visit, but I just I think maybe they think of him as a guard. I mean, you look at those tackles they met with they've, that they've got on those are those are big human beings. Yeah. He's under undersized, and it's like can the Cardinals afford to take a guard early on to be the first pick of this rebuild? You know, we've we've made the argument depends how far you trade down. Do you end up with multiple ones? But they're they're prioritizing premium positions. I don't I don't necessarily understand the wideout infatuation unless you feel like somebody's there at 34 you just can't pass up then i can get my arms around it but it feels like and we've said this since day one you've been watching this program we know they like christian gonzalez i don't know how they feel about witherspoon but they want to talk themselves into an impact line of scrimmage beast playmaker with their first overall pick whether it's tyree or will anderson or the defensive tackle from pittsburgh or one of these offensive linemen all those tackles can conceivably go between picks 10, 11, all the way yeah. to 31. So um, I like it. I like where they're prioritizing. For sure. And, you know, there's questions in the chat about why not Will Anderson Jr.? Why haven't they met with somebody like, uh, like Christian Gonzalez? I mean, they talked to Will Anderson Jr. at the Combine. I mean, Will Anderson Jr. is probably, you know, outside of the quarterbacks in this draft class, you know, somebody, the prospect that we know the most about. So, yeah. you know, these are, you only get 30 of these. So if you want to, you know, really get insight onto who these prospects are, you have to kind of, you, you have to figure out like you, you, they, they talked to Anderson at the combine. They've got the tape, obviously a ton of tape. 
and a lot of people who have vouched for Anderson. So there's not as big of a mystery there. So there, when you when you hear about a tackle from Maryland, you probably need to do your homework on it, or you, or you you know you need to know more about these wide receivers. Or were they a product of the system? Were they a product of playing Big Twelve defenses? You know you got to figure out. You know are these guys how are they going to translate between the years from the college level to the NFL level? So yeah, uh, I, I think sometimes uh, guys are overlooked or not brought in for top 30 because what else do you need to know about them? I mean, they're pretty much who you thought they were. I don't think they're going to be it on Nolan Smith. I haven't heard them connected to him. Um, Peter Schrager said he's somebody that he's heard that's going to go top eight to 10. And while I think that Nolan maybe, Smith, huh? Yeah. I, I think that, the undersized edge rusher, yeah. Nolan Smith, like I, I, I saw it with everybody else. I saw his combine; he was unbelievable, right? You look at the tape, what he's able to do at Georgia. But I mean, talk about Isaiah Simmons type. You know, how does he translate to the NFL just because of his size? And you know, he, he was big so, so big at uh, as far as not stature at Georgia, and, and instrumental in their success. But like, how does that translate? playing on Sundays. I think that's a huge question mark that we've seen play out in our, in front of our very eyes. Like sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't translate despite how good those guys are and how big much of athletic freaks they are. Joel, great super chat question. Thank you so much. 499 say they trade back still in the top 10. Would you rule out that they don't trade back again to get more draft picks? So let me make sure I'm understanding this correctly. They, they trade back and they're in the top 10. Could they potentially trade back again? I think absolutely. Um, we haven't sourced. They like this draft class. They don't love it, right? They don't. It's not a. It's not a draft class where they view seven to ten, you know, Pro Bowl as kind of players in the top fifteen. Um, and I think I know Will Anderson is lumped in with the group of Witherspoon, Christian Gonzalez, maybe a couple offensive linemen, Tyree Wilson. There's a group of like seven or eight guys. So by a numbers game, Bo, if quarterbacks go early and you're able to trade down, somebody wants to come up for, you know, a top position that you're not infatuated with, whether it's quarterback or otherwise, let's say Mm -hmm. Will Levis is still hanging around. I think they would entertain that. Um, You don't want to go too far down. You don't want to be there suddenly 17, 18, 19, and you're taking guys that you had graded the top of the second round. But um, they they want future ones and twos. They want to be able to have flexibility going into next year's draft and beyond. So – I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. I, I would still say, though, if you ask me, they're going to go from three to either four, seven, nine, eleven, something like that. One of those four destinations, and they're going to get a future one. Yeah, I mean, was it Ian Rappaport mentioned today? He was talking about the Cardinals and, and their situation with the third overall pick. That's yeah. picking up steam as we're nearly two weeks away from the draft. As they're now the the team that everybody's infatuated with, and and that if they need a quarterback, they need to do business with. And you know, he mentioned Indianapolis that they could secure whatever quarterback prospect they want by moving one spot, and it seems like it's a simple deal, right? And you got Vegas, you've got Tennessee, the the usual suspects that we've been talking about here. And then he added at 12th overall, their second first round pick, the Houston Texans to the conversation, which is, which is very it's it's fascinating. I mean, did did they bizarre. during this draft process fall in love with Will Anderson and then also say, We need a quarterback too, so let's just let's do it. I mean that but bizarre. they would have to give up 
ton of future assets for a team that is really just getting started in their rebuild. I don't, th- I don't buy this at all. I, and I could be proven wrong, but I mean, you take your quarterback second overall, whomever you want. And then right. you're, then you're trading up for Will Anderson jr. Who, I mean, we think he's elite, but a lot of people in the NFL don't. They think he's great. I mean, he's met with Houston. He, he, Will Anderson Jr. has done two uh, top thirty visits, and the and the one the first one was the Houston Texans. Like, does does D'Amico Ryan's love the kid? You know, does Nick Casario? I'd be, I'd be love fine with that. I'd be fine yeah. with that. Here, here's what I also would be fine with: take take Will Anderson Jr. at second, then, and then give the Arizona Cardinals a, a golden ticket with two quarterbacks <laughs> remaining there, and Anthony Richardson and. CJ Stroud or whomever. I mean, I saw Bryce Young is meeting with with Houston formally what yeah. today, but I you you if you're Houston and you feel like you're going to be competitive in that shit division, I know the conference is tough and you got to compete in that conference. And you have a quarterback like you have to take quarterback at two and you're going to trade up for an outside linebacker pass rusher and give up future ones and twos. That I mean Unless, unless you, unless your head coach who played linebacker, he was an inside linebacker, but he's he's worked with Nick Bosa. He's seen elite pass rushers. Is adamant that they have to go up and get this guy. I just, it's not good team building. Now the Cardinals aren't going to do it. Which, and I love Will Anderson. It's not a knock on Will Anderson, but I mean to go up from where are they picking twelve, yeah, to go up from twelve to three, to go That's get the Will Anderson. Deal. Ba- baseline. Three, so you're going to give up three yeah. ones for, for Will Anderson? No, I don't think you are. I think this is just bullshit two weeks out. They're trying to be cute in the media. I mean, if they don't, if they, where it really hurts the Cardinals is if they traded, you know, the pick. If they go from two to wherever and they try to get more picks from somebody else that wants to come up for a quarterback. But again, they have pick 12. Like, how many more picks do you need, Houston? Like, pick your quarterback. And then if you want to trade down from 12, you can do that. I just, Houston's just, they're irritating. Like at least Carolina <laughs> went up, they did their thing where they're going to take a quarterback, right? Yeah. Like Houston, make up your mind. Stop with this garbage. We're trying to trade down here. Just don't fuck it up for us. Does it feel like is the, we get closer to this, that it's going to be a draft day trade or you think Bonnie pulls off a deal between now and then? I, I would I would say maybe like the day before, which would be good for our show. I would love like a win. If Monty Austin for, if you're listening to me, my my bald friend, please, 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 Wednesday around 4 p.m., April 26th, pull off a trade so we can all break it down. We can do mocks upon mocks. We can do mocks into Thursday morning. But no, I, th- I think we're going to get it on Thursday. I think it's going to be, you, you mentioned Justin Fields, trade down, trade up, whatever. And I know nobody, the Bears didn't expect Fields to fall that far, but yeah, I, I think it'll be on the day of the draft, which whatever, is fine. That's fine. Maybe we'll do two shows that day. The day of the draft? Yeah, what if it happens like Thursday morning? Will we do two shows? Probably. I mean, that's emergency podcast worthy for sure. Pouring out for the emergency pod this offseason, by the way. <laughs> it's been an emergency list Cardinals offseason, uh, which, yeah, you, you hate to see. But is there a better mock draft, though? Let's be real. Not to get off topic. Then the Friday morning mock draft, when all those first round prospects fall into day two, and then you have a top second round pick or potentially oh, yeah. multiple. That's the that's the best mock draft. Oh shit, we can get so and so pick thirty four. He's there for us. Oh, and then we have forty one from Tennessee or whomever. Hell yeah, that's the best mock draft. 
Yeah, I agree. And I can't wait to uh, break it down with everybody on Friday. It, yeah. Once we, and then we'll fire the mics back up for two more rounds that day after our first round extravaganza the day before at four peaks RSVP. Now you can uh, check out our socials for it. PHNX underscore sports PHNX underscore Cardinals, or if Johnny or myself got to check out all the great work of our guy, Howard Balzer as well. Go PHNX.com. Come a diehard. Uh, we had a brand new diehard come to the crew yesterday. Uh, Joel. Yeah, Joel. Big thanks to Joel joining the family, picking out a couple of classic shirts. We got the bird on the ball shirt. We got the Cardinals one and you got a D-backs one. Can't go wrong with those shirts from the PHNX locker. You become a diehard. You can get some free swag as well. It's got to become a diehard to do so. You could unlock some great articles from our great writers, uh, including Howard Balzer. But if you, hi- if you sign up to read Howard's work, put in that code. H O W A R D Howard and uh, does wonders for it. Become a diehard today. Check it out. Go phnx.com and phnxlocker.com. Yeah, if you're skeptical of the Cardinals' new threads, which of course you should be, uh, I can tell you right now, don't be skeptical of the phnx merchandise locker. Uh, Bo and I have input on all the tees for the Arizona Cardinal esque kind of shirts, phnx Cardinals, I should say. So go check them out if you haven't already. And again, dis- major discounts for diehards. Uh, you won't be sorry that you did like Bo's celebratory tea. And then I support all of our other fine programming here at Go PHNX, PHNX Sports with my Coyotes tea. I just ordered my Kevin Durant Ask Slim Reaper shirt. Blue, love it so much. Uh, I just ordered the uh, classic Redbird football shirt um, with the bird running with the ball. I'm going to wear that on our draft party show Thursday, April 27th. With all of our friends, I think Michaela said we got over 50 RSVP. We love that, but we know there's more than 50 of you guys out there, and we want to see every single one of you coming out to Tempe, Four Peaks, hanging with myself and Bo. It's just going to be us. We're just going to be hanging with some of our other PHNX personalities. We're going to order a bunch of food. We're going to get a bunch of drinks, alcoholic, non-alcoholic, whatever you dabble, and we're going to get after this first round of the 2023 NFL Draft with this franchise that we know and love, the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, we're back tomorrow. Bo Brock, Johnny Venerable here on your premier Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to PHNX Sports on YouTube. For Bo Brock, I'm Johnny Venerable. See you tomorrow.